If I must die today, then I will die today. But if I don't have to, let's have lunch, because it's lunchtime. You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Hello, and welcome to the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast. Random topics... Unlimited opinion debate. It's the foundation of higher conversation. And I got that line completely wrong. But this is the podcast where we talk about things. And my name is Bo Schwartz. And I have two good friends here with me that are here with me every week. First, it's the inimitable, yes, inimitable Michael Hodgins. There's no one like you. Mike, hello. Is It's like unable to imitate. Is that what yeah. that means? In, in, inimitable. Inimitable. And also joining us is a man who's never met a pizza that he couldn't conquer or a video game boss that he couldn't beat into the submission. It's Mr. Crofton Steers. Crofton, hello. Hello, Bo. I would, I'm impressed that you got uh, that word that you called Mike right this time. I think Wait, I got he it still right. said it like three times. Inimitable. Yeah. Inimitable. That's before I go out and stage do acting. That's how I do my vocal warm ups, as I say. Inimitable, 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 inimitable. Anyways, we're on stage now, so we shouldn't be doing our exercises here. How are you gents doing today? Well, I'll let me speak for Crofton uh, and myself by saying that we're both sacrificing watching our uh, illustrious political leaders debate the economy tonight. Uh, and I know we all know that Bo doesn't care because he's an apathetic um, civic participant. But Crofton and I both would be watching otherwise. And uh, But we're doing the show because it means that much to us. You know, uh, it's, it's true. I I, um, I was torn, but uh, at the same point, I can always watch it later. And, Plus, uh, I like talking to you guys. What can I say? And also, I think we did actually, we yeah. did do political debates on this show. And... Um, what did we give him? Both said bullshit, and Crofton, you and I both said that they were good. So that kind of makes sense. Yeah, listen, That's a good I don't, memory need, you I don't have. need to see a debate. I'm voting for Stephen Harper. They want oh. to take my Netflix away, and Stephen Harper <laughs> likes Netflix. And You're is like the example of these stupid voters. <laughs> Netflix for Canadians. So, um, s- sorry, uh, liberal, you know, Fufus, I'm voting conservative because Netflix, uh, you know, has made my life so much better. I spend way more time with my couch now, and that was something I didn't do before. So, you know, I like seeing results, and that's a big improvement on couch potato time. Important social issues. It's time to make Canada great again. Well, you guys are not. You guys are not going to talk me out of voting for Stephen Harper. I'm serious. Oh, whatever. It doesn't matter who you vote for. We have a screwed up electoral system. Oh. <laughs> because I know who's going to win your riding anyways. Oh. You can vote or not vote. It doesn't matter. First past the post. It's broken. Now that we've lost anyone who's not interested in Canadian politics. Yeah. You guys have it's, anything else? It's not good, bad, or Canadian politics. It's good, bad, or bullshit. So, um, 
Let's, I can uh, always talk about Canadian politics, even though I'm so cynical. <laughs> I, I sort of feel like that we should have a separate podcast on Canadian politics. Oh God, I think it would be pretty good, actually. I think, I think it would be. Crofton and I are both informed. Bo, you can be our producer. Yeah, you'd be the producer. <laughs> Where occasionally we'll be like, we'll say something to Bo, and Bo's like, hoo Because he doesn't know anything. <laughs> he just makes like sound effects like the morning show. Right. You know how David Letterman brings in these his stage hands or something like that? Yes. Uh, we'd be like, hey, let's, let's figure out what ordinary Joe on the street thinks. I like hey, how I'll produce it, but also play the role of Bo the intern. That you'll you'll get me. Yeah, to go pretty out. much. You'll come in and be like, "Oh, I don't know. I was binge viewing some American show on Netflix last night." We're like, "All right, moving on." And then we'll get back to the Canadian politics. All right, <laughs> that'll be a hit show. <laughs> a drier topic, yeah. Speaking of dry topics, let's. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> drag one out. Let's drag one out of the random topic generator. Mike, you're up. <laughs> I'm wearing pajama bottoms. Uh, the topic today um, is. It's funny, we're just making a joke about it. Binge viewing. Yay! Uh, again, if you are an, a first-time listener to this show, they these are legitimate random. Just because Bo talked about binge viewing every episode, it just so happened that it was going to come up. It's one- like a component of his life, so yeah. he, there, there, he's well-versed on it. Maybe he can explain what it is. Yeah, good. Okay, so binge viewing. Um, people know what binging means. I think if you're a binge drinker, then you know that means you probably drank way more for a really long period of time. So binge viewing is watching television or movies for ungodly amounts of hours, sometimes <laughs> weeks at a time. Um, and the reason why this is a topic where couch potatoes are definitely not new since the advent of television. There have been, and Mike's going to laugh at this term, television enthusiasts who <laughs> you know like to watch their soaps all day and whatever, whatever. But the problem with that is you're subject to what... The programming, the networks who program the stations show you. And movies, while you could binge watch, say, the Star Wars trilogy or something, because people typically buy them, they don't qualify as really binging unless you're going like Lord of the Rings extended cut. So binge viewing is essentially uh, something I've recently done. I was behind on Game of Thrones. I had five seasons worth to watch, and I watched them all consecutively. In one sitting? No, no. Just, you know... For long periods, many sessions, many long sessions, you know, and over um, a, a course of one week, over the course of maybe a week. And you might find this crazy, but I think this is a new phenomenon that a lot of people are affected by because I talk to a lot of people who are like, yeah, I'm totally watching this show. I'm totally into this thing. And once it grabs you, you know, after work or whatever, people come home, eat dinner, watch the show that they're still invested in. The unique thing about television shows now is that you can actually watch them in sequence where what's happening in the story is still fresh in your mind, making it relevant. And there are some great shows that leverage this new way of viewing, uh, like Breaking Bad, um, which from start to finish is a cohesive story. Now, a lot of shows are serialized, meaning you could watch one independent of the other, like Seinfeld, and there's no narrative through line. But with a lot of shows being made today, that's a component of the way they're being produced. Well, and the best I, don't, ones do it well. I don't think that that's a new way of making shows. Uh, there's always been shows that have been that have had that 
over like through i think of like twin peaks is one example but there's many others where you where there might be some serial aspects to but the show you watch over the course of the series to over the course of a season to watch one story unfold there's been lots of shows like that but you i would completely agree that it's new in the sense that that it's it's because of on-demand viewing with the um you know high advent of high-speed internet and stuff available on the internet we now have the option to to just be like next 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 though i will say it does predate the internet a little bit because my first experience with binge viewing actually actually involves both of you guys. Um, and it was – God, how long ago was it? Crofton lived in some apartment in Centertown in Ottawa and he had – Ten lo- years ago. Ten years ago. Oh, my uh, so- God. Ten years ago? Yeah, well, it depends. What, which it was Lost. It was. Okay, so Lost. Oh, oh yeah. Which was, which was a good show and a show with, with like a – you know. It's basically everyone ended on a cliffhanger, and Crofton had a few seasons of it, and Bo and I think neither of us had watched it, and I don't remember what the context was, but we started watching it, and Bo, who was who uh, we were making jokes about binge viewing, he would just be like, another, another, and I, I would be, I was like, oh yeah, I'm interested to see another one. We watched, I don't know how many episodes, but we were at Crofton's house till like at least four in the morning, I think, or it was three. It was yeah. like a late, late, late at but night. You got a good memory. I didn't remember that till you described it. Yeah, now it, I remember. it is. It was the first season of Lost, and I was going to correct you actually when you said about the advent of the internet. I think binge viewing really took off with, um, and it feels like when you look back at, at the history of entertainment, it'll be like a cup of coffee length of time. But there was a there was a period of time when DVDs were prominent, where seasons would be sold on DVD, seasons of television shows, and so like I still have a bunch of them on my shelf, like seasons of shows um, before Netflix took off and everybody was streaming it, and that's when binge reviewing um, really really start, started picking up. And I I remember when I was a kid, I used to hate shows that were to be continued because there was no PVRs. There was no there was no way of guaranteeing unless you were sure you were going to be there. Uh, the only thing that you could potentially do was tape on VCR, which was you have to get the highlighter out and highlight TV guide. Remember TV it, guys? It, yeah, no, seriously, it was it was pretty difficult, and so I would be I would be drawn to shows that were kind of self contained, um, you know, like Law and Order. Every episode, there you know, there'd be a mystery, and then it would be resolved, and the, you know, that's that. And the shows that were to be continued or whatever serialized, I was less interested in. But as soon as you were able to. Um, uh, buy buy DVDs of shows, and then now with Netflix and stream and watch them. Now the I, I'm 180 completely. I'm much more interested in serialized television shows. Um, and 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 once once like Bo mentioned that tell tell a cohesive story. I, I like those a lot. But I also like you know ones that are uh, sometimes you just get into like a light comedy or whatever, and you can watch a bunch of episodes of uh, of that uh, as well. So. It, it's neat to have that available. I, I do like having it, but but when Bo tells me he watched like five seasons of Game of Thrones in a week, that makes me uncomfortable. Like I'm like that's too much in too short a time period. Yeah, and that's I think that's what makes it good for debate because because the way shows operate, they're designed you know for a season. They're designed to cover a network for a period of time, and sort of what's evolved from that is this this um variety of viewing pleasure like a movie is viewing pleasure and it's you know you can digest one or even two in an evening on a friday night if that's what you want to get into um but these are like unwieldy amounts of 
video to watch, like literally 50, 60 hours, you know, in some cases. And um, it's fun. Like I and I don't know if you, either you guys are really into it, but uh, I tend to prefer watching television seasons over watching, you know, single movies. Some like I'm at the point now where I look at a movie and I'm like, oh, like Avengers, Avengers two. Let's take that as an example. Cool movie, lots of great special effects. Enjoyed it, but I was like, that's it. Like it's just an hour. Like I'd rather watch. You know, I'd rather have like a long period of time of good story to look forward to in the form of a show with less budget per episode or per minute, let's say. Um, I find that more entertaining now. I don't get excited for movies in the same way. Well, I think that I, I, I think it's a slightly a different issue that because I would tend to agree. I think that in general, and a lot of people have have said this that the TV is really taking over where Hollywood used used to be like the better content uh, more rewarding content is available on tv now than is than is hollywood hollywood movies are, are so in the toilet for the most of them they're formulaic packing in stuff into like their whatever 120 minute format that's it and you you leave it feeling that that was hollow because they don't build story and and having i would agree with both when you have that length of time like tvs are able to slow play stories um in ways that movies used to but now they feel like viewers won't tolerate it but in the way the tv arcs work it just it just lends itself better so you get richer stories for sure in the tv in the tv series so i would agree with that but i think there's that there's kind of been a a reversal there um but i wanted to touch on a point that Bo made which i think is a valid one uh whereas like there's binge viewing and then you were saying like but there's always been couch potatoes and TV enthusiasts. So is this really any different? And um, because I am a um, reformed couch potato, I I have uh, watched a lot of TV in my day. My dad and my mom are both crazy TV addicts. They watch TV. If they're at home, they're watching TV for sure. And uh, I grew up like that and I watched TV. If I was home, the TV was on. And I would often watch it for hours on end. Uh, It's just that it sucked more, (laughs) like because you'd you'd be like you'd watch you'd have cable, you know, you might watch some half hour show, and then you'd flick, and there'd be nothing on. You keep flicking, flicking, and you've done that for half an hour. Like, oh, there's a new round of shows, and you keep flicking. So, you know, and then eventually that might drive you to tears, and then you actually leave. Uh, (laughs) That might take hours. Literally, I've done that for hours. There's been nothing on. I've just flicked waiting for some good show to come on. But binge viewing is different in the sense that it's something that you you already know you like and it's structured to kind of like – keep you watching because it so often ends on cliffhangers like when you're watching some of these shows um like like these some of these netflix shows like uh house of cards or something like that they pretty bad is that that is exactly breaking bad right sure but the the end making you want to click play 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 so whereas traditional tv couch potatoes you know might eventually be like okay i can't take there's nothing there's nothing on anymore i'm watching infomercials now for god's sakes and then they actually turn the tv off or or the softcore porn on the french channels here in canada no that makes equally unwatchable equally unwatch no it's unwatchable I remember well, being a young person being old, like, very oh, porn. And I'm like, I still can't watch it. It's boring. Anyways, um, okay, that is <laughs> sorry, right. Sorry. You would, uh, but the binge viewing is is problematic in that it just, you know, it just makes you want to like play, play next, play next, play next. So if you're, if you were a couch potato before, probably you're big into binge viewing now. 
Right. I, like, I think it's. I think what you're sort of driving at here is that there's a maybe a compulsive behavior that television sort of encourages in some people. That's not a good influence for them. It's it's like it's like you giving addicts. You know, there was only marijuana like before, but store. now, but now there's. Uh, heroin and you're like oh i like this way more <laughs> and i want it way more because it's better quality and you you want it more than you did the other thing well when when bo was talking off the top about you know divining it and then and then mentioned binge drinking i i think that's what's troubling a little bit about this topic because essentially we binge viewing is a thing but really it, it it's a thing that it seems mostly negative because the technology is something different. Like if we were rating like streaming video or Netflix or serialized television shows, all those sort of things are are you know like you know you could find positive things in them. Whereas binge binge watching is essentially it's not. I don't want to say a vice. Maybe that's too harsh, but it's it's not necessarily it's behavior, and it's not necessarily productive behavior. It's it's just it's entertainment for sure. And and going back to Bo's point about movies, and and I think the thing about uh, television shows in general is you're introduced to the characters in the first episode. To just digest the stories, they're like sequels to movies. And maybe Avengers isn't a great example in the sense that you already know all those characters from other movies. You're not getting to know the characters, but every movie you watch, you you are getting you're you're getting used to these new characters before the story really takes off. Uh, and sequels have the benefit of like just throwing you right into the action. Um, and TV shows is like every episode past the first episode is a sequel. It's like if you look at it the movie way, so you're always getting you're getting more events, more action. So I definitely enjoy TV shows, and, and Mike's right, they're they're of high quality right now, maybe more so than what's what's on uh, in the movie theater. I just the thing that I'm not as much a fan of is like I like having the so I like having the option to watch the show. I like having an option to watch two two episodes in a row if 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 I have the time. I like having the option of watching one episode every single day instead of waiting an entire week to seeing the next episode of a show and some people would even call that binge watching there's been sort of arguments about what it actually is and some people say if you watch one episode a day until the show is done that's somewhat of a binge binge as well i like i i like the flexibility of all that what i don't like is the idea that there are people that are watching like a zillion episodes all all at once uh, and 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 just you know not doing other things and just watching all this until it's over and consuming it that that kind of I find that an unhealthy behavior and uh, so if binge viewing is that then I'm not I'm not necessarily a fan of it. So um, let me put this to a, a comparison. Um, we're all book readers here, and I think we all know the feeling of being hooked on a book. Where you know I've spent entire days reading a book. And if you're really into a book, um, and I can't think of the last one. It's been a while since I've read a book. But when, like Dune, for example. When I was reading Dune, I spent every moment I could bringing my book to work with me, reading it on breaks, reading it every moment I could you know, have a chance, easily spend an entire day reading it until I got it done because I was so into it. Um, you know, how does this, is that 
is not watching television is watching television even for long periods of time not similar to the activity of you know laying up and reading a book for a really long period of time would you would you criticize someone for spending two 10 hour days reading a book or over someone spending two 10 hour days reading a television screen I, I think that it's different. I think that re- reading is more is more active than is watching TV. And I, I'm like I do I do read daily, and I'm not in something. That, I know what you mean. I've had I've had you know the books where you can't put them down, and I've put in more time reading them. But I just I can't personally do it all all day because at some point I just get tired of of reading like it, it, literally you know you're you're making mental images in your head i just for me yeah. i just will get tired of it but tv i can almost always watch until i fall asleep but like the you know it's it's and, just it's and, more passive than is reading to answer i and i'd answer that question as well uh i think Bo strikes a, a, a good point which is that people hold these things to different standards and and there's a lot of people that would be like, oh, look at it, look at him reading away. Oh, you know that's that's great. I'm actually not like that. I think like sort of obsessive behavior of any sort like that is not necessarily healthy. So I'm 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 pretty consistent on that. However, even in that consistency, I rank them differently. And for me, um, for example, if you took video games, books, and movies, uh, or, or or television. Um, it like Mike said, because reading requires uh, a active participation. I would rate it as a, a little better to do in abundance than watching TV. And I would believe it or not, ha- have video games at the top as being the most interactive. Uh, and and in a lot of them, you're actually interacting with other people. But but everybody would rank them differently. But I do think I would be consistent in believing that doing too much of it is not necessary healthy but i do think to bo's point that like i think society in general would look at things differently i think people give cachet to books and reading and all that well, sort of stuff I'm, that they don't necessarily I'm sure to we TV can find show. people that think book learning is stupid like you know for every person like us who's like yeah tv's a lower form and book reading's okay there's someone you know and i know a few in my you know it won't be named who would look and just be like that book learning is not going to do anything for you. Spending an entire day reading is a waste of time. Well, Spending even I, a couple hours reading is a waste of time. Like, I mean, people like, who believe that. It um, was it was uh, actually quite a long time ago when it was, when it was Crofton that pointed this out to me, but it's a, it's almost a self-evident point when you think about it is that it it's like it all comes down to kind of like what are you watching? What are you reading? So I feel like if you read books all day long and, you know, it's for your PhD thesis or something and it's really some or something, anything specific or you're reading manga uh, not just to shit on manga right there, uh, and same same is true of TV. Like if you're just watching and or reading any kind of book that's purely entertainment, and your sole purpose for reading is entertainment, uh, the, you know I, I say that that's different than reading for trying to forward your career, trying to forward your knowledge base. It's different in the same way that if you watch TV all day, and I've always found this to be true because when I watch a lot of TV, I watch a lot of documentaries, I watch a lot of Discovery Channel, I watched watched a lot of like 
um, uh, what's it called? That public broadcaster in the states. I just watch a PBS. lot of documentaries, and public you broadcasting services. <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is, they play you said the name, stuff, like really Nova, and the the one in um, yeah. anyways, PB, is it PBS? <laughs> I said that. I just said P, that. Yeah, PBS. I didn't hear it either. Um, um, and uh, anyways, like I've I watched a lot of that, and I have learned a ton from TV. Um, but but, but coming back to binge viewing, and I mean, you could go and binge view. Uh, cosmos which i would you know suggest anyone do and i think i do think that that's different because it comes down to like what are you watching what are you reading if you binge view cosmos or you binge view breaking bad and i would be like okay you're you're serving your brain better to what binge view cosmos because the content is different one's about learning and one's about we just want to entertain you our sole purpose is entertainment continue watching and so isn't that as a with bit all pragmatic? content well isn't that a you, bit like isn't it like well if there's value in it it's okay but like who defines value like like you are putting a standard on what's value like if you're getting something out of it then it's good but if it's if you're reading harry potter and watching you know community for the fourth time uh, there's no value yeah. in that we're like I, who are you to say that there isn't value in those it's things? just it's just like you know? all thing all things are not equal it's like you could eat you could spoon sugar into your mouth all day for food but you know that's you're, food. You're saying you you're saying it's too, sugar. You know? Like you're defining it as sugar. But I'm well, saying no, it just it that's just is, your, There are some that's things. That's your perspective, the, right? That's your bias. Uh, it's my. It's my. Yeah, sure. I, I will. I will yeah. agree that it's a bias. But I feel like a lot of people would agree that if you spend your time, um, re, like reading or watching non if nonfiction things, educating yourself about things in the world, there's more value in that to just being like, oh, I'm really up to date on Dragon Ball Z. I've watched it all. <laughs> uh, it's not the same. And I don't. I mean, you can call that a bias. I'm sure, no. and it and it is. But I just think those things are not equal. And, and I, I, you know, like I, I definitely understand what Bo is saying here. But, but. Also, like even in the realm of entertainment, like you have a show that maybe try more ambitious things. Like if you compare, say, uh, Breaking Bad to Housewives of uh, the OC or something like that, um, you're, they're clearly not the same quality of programming, right? There's all there, there's all different all different tiers, and and it, yeah, a lot of it is subjective. But to Mike's point about like. The benefits of say binge watch, watching Cosmos. Uh, the more I think about this, because during when my baby was like first born, there was a couple of shows I was watching, and one of them was Cosmos. And sometimes I'd watch two episodes in a row, and I definitely got less out of the second episode because it's just and that's just the nature the nature of any show you watch. The more you watch, the the less the lines become uh, visible and I definitely enjoy the uh, appreciating the individual episodes like often when I watch an episode for example of an entertainment show like I was into Justified uh, a while back and I, I would watch an episode a day with my wife maybe two depending on the day and then the next day uh, I would read reviews of that episode and I would sort of engage in like, oh, what were the themes of the episode and that sort of thing. Whereas if I had just watched 10 in a row, I would, I would lose that. Maybe I would get, a, I would get a, a fuller view of the narrative, but I feel like if I'm watching one episode every day, I'm probably going to get that view anyway. It just allows me to sort of di- you know, digest it 
a little better. Um, so, I, but I, I, I just think that for me, it, it's really a, mo- a moderation thing. I do agree that not all things are equal, and I think we can all sort of agree on that. Like, if you were said, like, <laughs> Bo's gonna uh, push hard on me, like, nope, Cosmos is shit. No, I mean, I, Cosmos is good. The, I, I binge watch Cosmos. Get get away from that and think about like <laughs> think about a reality, a, a lowest common denominator reality show in compared to point. something like Breaking Bad. Like that's what I mean. Like I mean that not even on the entertainment side of things, not, not everything is 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 even. Would, but everybody is binge watching something. Yeah, I would one hundred percent agree with that. And 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 I mean to not drop it on the Cosmos thing because. Part of that, at least, you know, at least this is the way my brain works. Like, it's presenting you with information, and it's a lot of it's historical, and a lot of it's perspective on process or whatever. This is just cosmos. So you watch it, and then I'll be thinking about these things, and I almost can't binge watch it because I need to process. There's new ideas, there's new tidbits about the world that I've learned, and it's just like I can't, I can't watch it all. I would, I would, I would miss it. But, but, but when we come to fiction, it's a bit different in the sense that the details are less. Like, there's maybe richness in the details, but, but they're not like informing you they're, they're driving a narrative and what you want to see is that narrative come to its conclusion so you can always watch more because it's just a story that's moving along you're watching something unfold and that's great i love fiction don't get me wrong i love fiction and, but you can just continue watching it because you're just like what's happened next you're, you're watching the narrative and that's different than information being presented i feel like you'll always be fatigued like y- y- when you're presented with like hard information like you can binge watch cosmos but you're not going to remember as many of the details which are interesting and, and useful to know things you might want to pass along it's, to other people whereas when you're someone who remembers all the minutiae of breaking bad you're just a geek who's like oh in episode 273 this happened no, it's, and it's not really they, that interesting when, when just, people are studying what i for maximum retention what i understand is you're supposed to like read or do exercises for 45 minutes then take a 15 minute break to help in printing and then actually getting a good sleep helps your brain in like there's um there's a pattern to all this, so I, I would kind of agree to like watching Cosmos. You don't retain too much. I've I've binge watched World War Two in color. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that on Netflix. <laughs> It'll it's just like, blend into it's together. Like, it's like the most non binge worthy show. I enjoyed it, but I remember I have no I, quiz me on World War Two. <laughs> well, get nothing. It's because right. you've been. I bet if you had spar- parsed it out, you would have retained more. But again, it's less. It's less important when if you're watching something like House of Cards. Like, who cares what happened in some middle episode? It doesn't matter. Like the whole. It, it's an enclosed story. So when, once you've completed watching all the episodes, you've got the story. Oh, great! I've got the conclusion. The climax has happened. The, the payoff is there. I mean, there's there's probably another cliffhanger into the next season, but the arc of that season is done. I mean, it's we're getting a little bit off on a side topic about like kind of like levels of content here, but it it comes down to. I think with the fiction is that it's driving binge viewing more and more these days because it's based on cliffhangers. And and yes, I would agree with Bo's point that like a lot of books are structured that way. You come to the end of a chapter and you're like, I must read the next chapter. And that's a fair point. But I, maybe it's just me, but I just get more fatigued reading, whereas I could just lie there, you know, <laughs> and I don't have to actively do anything right. at the screen and just look at it. So just say next. I just can, you know, I could literally look comatose and watch something. That's a good point. But I do, I do like, okay – you don't nobody is sticking necessarily a gun to our heads and saying you have to binge watch 
I definitely, and I'm not sure if this is the same thing or falls under the, the same topic, but I definitely enjoy that I live in an age where I have the flexibility to consume both entertainment products, documentaries, whatever, in whatever manner that I so choose without even necessarily watching commercials, right? Because um, it, it's really it's really now uh, you can choose to watch an episode as it's released weekly. Um, you can choose to wait. I I. I never watch any shows weekly and i feel bad sometimes a show i like will be canceled and they'll be like the ratings suck and i'm like well i only watch it at the end of the season and uh you know i'll i'll i'll, I'll binge watch it all or whatever or i'll street i'll stream it uh and watch an episode a day until the you know until the season is done and netflix is kind of taking that model and it's saying we're going to release entire seasons of our shows all at once and you can digest them as you see fit. So you can watch an you can watch an episode every week if you want. You can watch an episode every day. You can watch all the episodes at once. And uh I like I like that we're being treated like adults and saying here's everything and parcel it out the way that that you want. I do like that. That's cuz you're you're now, paying them for it, right? Though like they can do that because the the key to television is the advertising. No, oh, absolutely. I'm paying. I'm a, paying a subscription cost. And if I if I got it like you were, you had um, were watching Community uh, through iTunes, or and you would you would pay them for the season in advance. You'd buy a seasons pass. You wouldn't have to watch the ads. You could download the episodes. I love that we have all these options available at our disposal, and that we're not shackled to. If I want to watch the show, I have to make time in my schedule to sit down on the couch on this day and and then there's going to be commercials that play and I either have to ignore them or walk away or whatever and then uh, you know like I'm glad we've moved past that and we and technology has allowed us to digest entertainment in better ways I guess what I'm struggling with on this topic is is if we're talking about the act of binge watching of like consuming a bunch of it all at once that's not how I choose to consume it, and and uh, I when I think about it, like I'm a bit judgy on it because I think it's I think anything that you do, it's sort of unhealthy to do a bunch of it all at once. You should space space out your life in different ways. So that's that's my personal feeling on this. And so when when talking about binge watching, it comes up, but I don't want that to cloud the fact that I appreciate all all the the. The, the things that I have at my disposal. It's it's a, see I would agree with exactly what Crofton said, and I think I'm in the same place, which is that I love things being on demand. I like the option. So like for me, I w- I generally like what am I watching right now? House. I'm watching House. <laughs> it's like why? Oh, I like how Bo's all judgmental. Sorry, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a TV. Why are you watching the drug addict show that I think's the best? I'm a, I'm it's the t- Sherlock I'm, Holmes of doctors. Yeah, he's, it's great. I'm a TV elitist. I know. I've. It's, yeah, and also I watched the first two episodes of Breaking Bad. I'm just like, I don't got time for this. And it's right, just you and you're you know, watching House. You enjoy it. That, I, I watch House. I, it's I a judgment it. free like, zone. And, I shouldn't be that way. And. <laughs> so uh so yeah that's what I that's what I watch and like uh I probably watch it a couple times a week I'd say 3 nights a week I'll watch house and I'll generally watch one episode but if like uh, the baby's gone to bed early and I'm feeling lazy I'll be like sweet I can just click watch next and I love that option so I agree with Crofton 100% but we're not talking about we're not talking about on demand viewing which is which is we're talking about yeah. binge viewing yeah. and I think so, so to try to be like 
and I think, and I have done this, you know, I have done, been like, watch like five episodes in a row, and then like the next day you watch, you know, four or whatever, and you just do that until it's done. And I guess it comes back to that, that, that specifically, like really like hammering through an epi- a, a series of something and, and the merits of that. And I mean, I, I like, yeah, look, I'm, like, when Orange is the New Black comes out, there's a new, like, it's been three seasons now. I've watched them day and date. And when I start watching them, they are so good. And I, you guys maybe have, well, you do have way better impulse control than I have. But I watch <laughs> Orange is the New Black and I'm like, I love this show. And there's another one. Yes, yes, yes. And the only thing keeping me from front to end finishing it are responsibilities. Sleep, <laughs> not even like, sleep if I have to. Like, I think this disrupts people. Like, we live in an age, in a world where, you know, we've constructed a place where we go to work five days a week, a lot of us, various times that we have a routine around work. And when there's something that exciting that people want to participate in, there are a lot of people out there who have that poor impulse control or who stay up an hour later than they should. Um, and it's becoming a more and more consistent thing. And I think what makes this interesting as a topic is, you know, is this bad for, like, you know humans will look at things like we look at smoke and we're like yeah it makes you cool but it's bad let's make an effort to get people <laughs> to stop is binge walking on that level like do you think five ten years from now we're like great tv's changed it's all on demand we love the world we live in people with impulse control like crofton can watch one show a day and somehow you know not explode with excitement and anticipation. Some, somehow he stays alive <laughs> but for some of us for some of us that's hard for some like you laugh but for some of us it's like oh my god you mean the entire eight seasons of star trek the next generations on netflix i'm going to watch them all and um so, like, is this something that we need to help our fellow citizens out with? Well, in the you future? know, uh, and I mean, we, maybe we should just get to verdict soon. But uh, yeah. I really do think this whole thing is tied up in um, in in, in, addic- in addiction, uh, and uh, and if you have an addiction, addictive personality type, like like there are people who have tried crack cocaine once, and then they're like, eh, and then there are other people who are like, I got to get me some more, and they're hooked on it or any drugs. And I always find that it's now there's people who've tried some of the hard drugs once, but I've met a few and, and they just, they just didn't get into it or whatever. They didn't have that addictive personality. And I think that this is just a really accessible way. And, and, you know, there's, there's, there's big campaigns to tell people to stop smoking to, you know, don't get hooked on hair when your life's going to spiral out of control. But the, the, the nefarious side of binge viewing is that you're able to exploit addict, the addictive nature that is, exists in a lot of people's personality types, uh, which, you know, put to productive uh, purposes are not necessarily bad things that people have that kind of like one one mindedness about something, but that it's essentially exploited to just like get you hooked on content and just watch, 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 watch. And it really prevents you from doing something else in your life. I mean, I don't know. I'm happy to move into verdicts here because I think we're all getting there. All right, Crofton, are you ready to, for me to bring in the animals? I am, Bo. Bring them in. <laughs> All right, now it's time for verdicts. Gentlemen, who will be the first to lay down <laughs> I the suggest, gavel? I suggest Mike because he was just going 
like runaway train right there. You might as well pull it into the station. All right. All right. You know, it's um, I was hoping to not go first because I'm actually not sure where where I'm going to fall. Oh, well, if you're not, I can go first. I don't mind. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll go first. Um, Just to be clear, Crofton, Crofton's going to go first. I I will. (laughs) Uh, Mostly because I form my opinion. Okay. So I can just vocalize it now. Okay, um, through a verdict. Thanks for yeah, explaining that. The first I wasn't sure why one. you're going first, but now I understand why. You can find out about Crofton's verdict on the next episode of Good, <laughs> Bad, or Bullshit. Executive producer Michael Hodgins, executive producer Bo Schwartz. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's binge watching for you. All right, so I, I don't want to repeat a lot of what I said, but I definitely want it known on the record that I appreciate all the things that are available to me, like all the, all the technology, all, all that stuff I, I love. I love the fact that I can watch things when I want. Uh, that said, we talked about people with poor impulse control. Bo lifted his hand and said, you know, I'm one of them and that sort of thing. Um, and, and this is – I forget what the other topic – that, that I said I didn't give a shit was about people like that. VR. Before. Yeah. I, I again, don't give a shit. So, uh, what that means is that, uh, the fact that some people are obsessed and, and have poor, um, self-control with regards to binge watching doesn't mean I feel that anything needs to be changed or my options should be reduced or whatever. Um, that that we should limit Netflix or that we should, uh, you know, definitely people who have addictive addiction problems should should uh, uh, you know receive the proper help that they need. But like for for me, I feel like that's definitely a uh, um, an individual thing, and I don't want it to infringe on the fact that I have all these sweet options at my disposal. Um, so I got. Where I ended up is I was torn between the two negatives or, or like two negative verdicts we have. Bullshit's not necessarily a negative verdict, but like in this in this context, I feel anything that you put with the word binge, I, as someone who likes to do things in, in some moderation, and like I do sometimes play video games for quite a while or watch TV for quite a while or do a lot of this stuff. So I'm not like the poster child of moderation by any means, but I think anything you put next to binge, I am going to be like, I disagree. You should binging on anything is generally not, not a good thing. That said, if you look at all the things you could possibly binge on, like crack cocaine, prostitutes, um, I don't know, uh, video games, uh, alcohol, Alcohol, that's a good binge. <laughs> it's like um, the one everyone does the, all the time. The obvious one. Uh, if if I look at all those things, then I say that television binge watching is really not that bad. And I, you know, like really not that bad. So because of that and because, you know, I've indulged in it from time to time as well, you know, with the asterisks that I've mentioned, I think it's bullshit. So bullshit. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go next, and I'm going to let Mike put the cherry on this cupcake. Sound good? Um, so, and the reason I chose to go next because I am the antithesis of Crofton in terms of if there's a thing to binge, and I get hooked even a little bit, I'm in there all the way because I guess I'm a hedonist. Um, I think Mike's referred to me as a hedonist once. Um, so when I really like something, or I'm really passionate about something, or I want to do something. 
I spend every waking moment doing it until I feel relief. Um, and it's like that for sure with video games. Um, and like <laughs> one of the things also that I remember Mike uh, saying to me once was that like sitting all day is worse for your health than smoking long, like long term or can be equivocally bad for you. So there are, I think, some health effects to, you know, binge viewing stuff. But uh, <laughs> but um, for the most part. I am a hedonist. I do love watching these television shows. I think I, I couldn't imagine a world like we have today when I was a kid, and I'm so happy that I get to live and be a part of it. Where there are great, there are great television shows to watch. I like that this is a thing. It is in the back of my mind that there could be health concerns with doing this, and uh, I'm single right now. But if I had a family, um, if I had big responsibilities, I would certainly need to be thinking about prioritizing those over any binge watching and where the risk factor is i think is that you get all those things done and then it's the evening and then you go to bed later than you're supposed to because now you're watching all these on-demand things that you want to be a part of and let's face it there are billions of hours of content even our show alone is generating content at a rate of one hour a week which is extra stuff if you're into gbb um so it's concerning, but overall, I'm going to say uh, binge-watching is fun, and you should do it, and yeah, have fun. Do coke. <laughs> okay, don't do drugs. I don't think drug addiction is funny uh, in reality. I think it's actually serious. I'm jonesing for cigarettes so bad right now, and I haven't had one in like a couple weeks, so um, <laughs> yeah, stay off the thing. drugs, man. Yeah. All right, but uh, binge-watching, yeah, watch all the television you want. It's funny. After Crofton went, did his verdict, I was like, okay, I decided... And then, and then Bo did his, and I'm like, no, okay, I'm not sure again. Um, <laughs> and and so he 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 hearkened back, hearkened back to um, yesteryear where we reviewed virtual reality, and he was like, I don't care about the people that are going to get screwed by virtual reality because clearly there's going to be some. So it's uh, he's like, I think it's good. But then on this one, he fell back to bullshit which I think is interesting. So that originally had me, because I said VR was bad. I was really worried about, and I, and I really think there are some neg- serious negative implications there, and I fell on bad. And I'm, with this one, of course, debated between bad and bullshit as well. Um, and so when Crofton said that, I'm like, ah, I was going to maybe, I still haven't quite decided, but come up to, to bullshit. I want to say bad when the stuff that Bo was talking about made me want to say it again, because you know, people who have addictive personality types like a bow are the type of people who can accomplish amazing things. And, and, and I've always known myself, I'm not that type of person. I'm not single-minded. I'm super scatterbrained. I'm interested in a million things. I do things for like one hour periods and then I want to do something else. And I come back to the things I'm interested. That's how my brain works. So I'll, I would never be a pro athlete. I would never be the inventor of a new technology. I would never be a, uh, an amazing musician. I would be, because I can't put in the hours to do those things. Uh, someone like Bo could, and I've seen him do this to product. So this is like an analysis of Bo here. But when Bo puts those energies he has towards making music, which he does, and he'll put in a full day, he's he's a very talented person. He's and and other people are like are like this too, and those are the types of people who make breakthroughs and do amazing things in the in, in the world. And so why I would say it's bad is that something like. Um, binge viewing and someone who has an addictive personality type and these things are designed to be 
entertaining to make you say i want to do this but then you have an addictive personality so instead of spending 10 hours like composing the next amazing song we're all gonna love you spend 10 hours watching i'm not talking about you specifically bo i'm talking about hypothetical anyone though it could be you um you spend those 10 hours then watching you know dragon ball d or <laughs> you know and Night, i'm like knights of sidonia <laughs> and uh hey i i watched me some dragon ball z it's enter- highly entertaining uh and l- every lots of things are highly entertaining but if it takes those people you know who have the potential to be either like crazy drug addicts or math geniuses if that's where they're going to go and can devote their life to one thing forever i just think it's it sucks that that, that there's this outlet to just pull these people away from it but as much as i want to go bad on it i have to come down to say that this you know, I'm going to say bullshit. So just go ahead. And bullshit. You want to say that it's still, you know, the technology is still there for you to be enjoy it. So you shouldn't have to not have it. Thank you for just uh, finishing my verdict for me. But uh, well, you- but yeah, basically <laughs> that. Um, I mean, I like the option. I and I and I'm like, do I believe in like a nanny state? Um, and I don't. And I've heard we talked a lot about drug addiction. So I'd just like to end on this note. I think it's. Portugal that has essentially decriminalized all illicit drugs and it's interesting and they just treat it like okay some people have problems with addiction so you don't you don't go to jail for doing drugs you get help for your addiction and I would just say that people who have addiction problems whether it be um, drugs alcohol um, video games or movies or anything to be like if there's someone there to be like hey you know Maybe you shouldn't be spending 60 hours a week watching TV. Uh, we, we, we can give you some tools to maybe get you onto some other productive things because you only have one life, you know, and is it really worth it to spend it all watching TV? I think if it is like you're consuming someone else's creative genius when you could be making your own. And uh, anyway, so I landed on bullshit because, you know, I, there's good stuff. There's good content. It is fun to occasionally sit down and watch TV for five hours. Nothing wrong with that. But, yeah, anyways, I've said my bit. Right on, Mike. Join Team Bullshit. Screw them all. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I think that turned out to be a pretty good conversation, guys. And uh, thank you, Mike. Yeah, I think in some inadvertent way, you paid me a nice compliment. I think uh, the tragic thing for you is always with as with me is seeing me do stupid things, uh, committing to do stupid things, and you have always been you've always been there as a friend for me to say, I'm like, like hey, shed a tear for I'm like, he's yeah. so talented. And I mean, he, and I, he has I, so I almost much to brought me to tears while you were saying that. But he, instead, he just watches Breaking Bad all day. Yeah. Oh, no, You've done that, some great stuff, stop, anyways. But we're all stop kidding, making but, me feel things. I need. Well, a television. I'm mostly just coming back to the fact that, like, I acknowledge in myself that yeah. I suck at, at single mindedness. I can do, anyways. Whatever. Yeah, no, I'll never mount to anything, people. You, you are definitely creative. <laughs> you're a creative and talented person. As we have different ways of grappling with. Things. I have different ways of thinking. Yeah, you know, yeah. we're right. going to become famous off this podcast, boys. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> all right. So that Mike, stop talking. You gave verdicts. So both got business. addictive problems. Yeah. Crofton's delusional. I'm, I'm trying to get both to wrap it up here all right wrap it up so um listen do you have some opinions on binge viewing is it addiction is it harmless is this just a brave new world that we're a part of or you know should i be doing more art things and less video or uh, tv stuff and you know is crofton do you want tips on how crofton manages his life you might get some time management tips from him all that and more if you email us with your email at goodbadbull at gmail.com. We'll read it on the air. We'll love you long time. We'll be so happy that you did that. Um, we have stickers. Mike's giving away free stickers. And they're good, bad, or bullshit stickers. 
Uh, so you can put your verdicts on like things in the Walmart, for example. Take pictures and send it to us on the Twitter account. We'll put that up. And speaking of Twitter, we have a Twitter account. You can follow us on Twitter at GoodBadBull. Want to find out more about our show? Go to our website, GoodBadBull.com. There you can find links to subscribe, iTunes, all that kind of stuff. Stitcher Radio. And you can like us on Facebook. And there, we have a subreddit that I made but that zero people have used. But I'm just letting you know because that's what we do here. Um, <laughs> Sounds about right. That's the part of the show where I talk about all these things. Our YouTube channel is YouTube.com slash Show. Thursday nights we record live. You can check us out there. Um, and we have a Patreon if you'd like to support us. Patreon.com slash GoodBadBull. All right. I think that covers everything. But I think you might want to find out... Uh, I want to know a little bit more about Mr. Crofton Steers and his uh, magical ways. He's he's he likes to move his hands a lot when he talks. Maybe you want an explanation of what that hand stuff means. Crofton, where can our listeners, your disciples, find out more about what you're up to? They can uh, they can follow me. Uh, they can binge follow me. <laughs> follow me. <laughs> that one that failed. Mean? That was like I think that was the biggest fail of Twitter. On Twitter <laughs> at Crofted Steers. I'd also mention that Bo and I do a second show called the Exclamation Mark Podcast. Um we live recorded on Monday evenings at eight and it is about video games. So if you want to hear us binge video games talking, that is, yeah. then listen and to also that. at Crofton Steers. We are guitar the thing too. No, 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 no. All right, listeners, if you want to find out more about Michael Hodgins and what uh, he's up to, Michael, where can our fans find out more about you? They can find out more about me by following my Twitter feed, which is uh, doled out in very moderate fashion. I think it's I'm up to like one tweet a month, sort of. I think that's about right. Is that, I, yeah, that's how I, I don't know. Works, right? I, do, I get so many tweets in a day. <laughs> Yours just get lost in the noise, I guess. Anyways, it's at ML Hodgins if you want to hear me shit on things now and then. Very good. Um, I, I think our listeners look forward to hearing you shit on things. You can find- <laughs> He's calling for the creation of a nanny state. All right. And no, you- I wasn't. That's why I didn't say that. You can find me at Bo Schwartz where I'll be tweeting about all the stuff that I'm doing and supporting Stephen Harper, who is the protector of Netflix here in Canada. And um, we need Netflix. Stop making that joke. It makes me think you're dumb. <laughs> It's it, it makes me feel dirty even saying it. I'm not voting Stephen Harper in case you didn't clue into my sarcasm. All right, so uh, we're about to get out of here, but first I want to ask each of you what are your f- and, and give a succinct answer because we're trying to wrap up the show. What your favorite sh- show was to is to binge watch? Was or is like would you binge watch it again? Crofton, you first. See, it's funny because for me, uh, I think I'll, my favorite binge watching or the ones that I now have fondest memories of. I've never are the heard ones, of that show. Are the ones <laughs> right around uh, when my daughter was born because I was up all night and I was just so tired. And I, I got into Parks and Recreation, which okay. is a comedy yeah. show and not necessarily super story heavy, although it continues. And I'd say that's one of my fondest binge watches. Uh, my uh, in mentioning Lost, that was another good one, and I would say I really like the TV show Justified. So those would be my top three. Raylan Givens, as I live and breathe, as I live and breathe, breathe Raylan. All right, Mike, what's your favorite show to binge watch? <laughs> like I bet you, I can one. guess what it is. Actually, it's, what? Um, it's uh, that oh, shit. Cosmos. No, it's the year. It's the Victorian one. Will you? Oh, come, will you be down? Oh, that is. I forgot about that. Downton Abbey. Downton uh, Abbey. Downton Abbey, actually, you know what? 
I might bring that up and put it as my favorite. It's funny. I forgot that I was going to say Lost. I was going to say a- Lost because I really... I was really into it when, when Crofton had those things. I was like, oh, yeah, let's watch the next episode. I really enjoyed it. But, yeah, Downton Abbey. And, actually, that was on DVD that I binge-watched that. And by binge-watch, I mean I might have done three episodes in a row a few times a week. Whoa, yeah, but bro. they were longer episodes. Oh, Lady Mary, have you talked to Lady Sybil about that <laughs> young gentleman Carla? I love Victorian-era period pieces. It's, it's a quirk of mine. I don't British women are Southern. I don't but uh Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, no, I'm gonna go with that. Yeah, Down Abbey, man, it's right. good. And Bo, what? Are you doing, Bo? Let me be Bo. No, <laughs> the greatest show of all time, Breaking Bad. No, no, it's not. Um, the I don't believe it. It the, is the 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 binge watch the shows wire, that I've yeah. binge watched the most times over and over again, and I think they're tied for first. I think like I know Community. I've binge watched the series four times. So Community and Father Ted about seven. You need help now. So doing things all the way, if you made a wrong decision, you might actually save your life by half-assing it. You know? Just saying. That's true. Just saying. Are you a fan of the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast? Consider supporting the show by becoming one of our valued patrons at patreon.com. For as little as the cost of one cup of coffee a month, your generous support will help keep the random topic generator oiled and fueled for future generations. Find out more at patreon.com slash goodbadbull.